0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dream Again with your host, Ryan Serenity. What an incredible day. You know, the last couple of weeks were absolutely, certifiably, just, they were insane. (laughs) Like, let's face it. They were just crazy. And, you know, I've got to say, this world more and more, as I'm just going on my journey, my path here, and, you know, really taking a look at life through different lenses and various points of view and perspectives. This world really is fascinating me. (laughs) I've always been fascinated by it in some open-hearted, beautiful degree, but more and more now, more so. And I've got to say, the last couple of weeks were so intense. I, you know, I've just basically had all this stuff come up. Cause you know, the statement, sometimes when it rains, it pours. <laughs> How many head nods did I just get on that one? Right? <laughs> Probably a lot of, uh uh-huh. Parach girlfriend, parach. <laughs> well, I've got to say that's what happened. And it was very intense. It's like, it was almost like this complete life detox happened. (laughs) Whatever rose was coming up to come into the arms of healing, love, and or to be let go, to be released, right? And it was coming up in every direction. It was in areas of health and family and friends and work and like, you name it. I, I don't know if my life left anything out <laughs> this time around. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, I am, I'm really grateful for the art and the gift of compassion because it, it's really, really helping me move through a lot of, Life and soulful transformations with a lot more grace. And I tell you, it doesn't mean that life is easy or easier, but it does have a greater sense of ease, actually. Yes, with all that compassion for myself and just moving through the waves as they come. And yeah, so I'm just really grateful. I'm grateful for just really developing these perspectives and being on the path that I'm on of just diving deeper into self-awareness and compassion and respect for myself and others. And one thing I'm noticing is just helping me to feel more love for myself and acceptance, no matter what arises in my life. I used to. Judge. I used to really judge myself for feeling anything that wasn't elated, basically, that wasn't happy or blissful or peaceful. Isn't that funny how we kind of get into these frames of mind sometimes, these mindset, these belief systems? And again, no judgment for anything. For those of you who are following me, you know, for those who maybe this is your first episode you're listening to, I really strive to not pass judgment on anybody. It doesn't mean or anything. It doesn't mean that I don't utilize my judgment, meaning discernment, because I do use my discernment. But, you know, this this world is a big world and this universe is a big universe. And there's many, it's a, it's a mosaic of perspectives and points of view. And so I really do strive to just respect them all. But I just really I, and I really find it really interesting how <clears throat> I developed this mindset that more and more it's just fascinating me as I'm bringing it into the arms of love and healing that I was judging myself so much for well being human <laughs> and, and 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 that's that's the kicker here is. When I really started to realize that everything I was judging me myself for was just essentially what it means to be in a human experience to be human, oh man, talk about feeling a flood of compassion towards oneself in that moment i would, it was it was was incredible the more that I've been realizing that wait a second, emotions that are intense. difficult for us to feel. It doesn't necessarily even need to be like sadness, despair, depression, anger, anxiety, like these feelings, emotions, these things we experience for some people. And I've so been there and I'm actually healing this within myself too. I'm, I'm bringing it to the arms of love as well. Sometimes allowing yourself to just feel joy, like True elation, true, th- the fullness of true bliss can feel awkward and uncomfortable. And it's almost like we've developed a lot of mentalities of shame around allowing ourselves to feel the <laughs> challenging emotions, let's just say the difficult emotions, in this case, I'll refer to as what's. I used to call negative emotion, we'll call them difficult emotion, uh, until I can come up with an even better way of calling them, and the elated emotions, the, you know, the good feelers, basically, the ones that we really enjoy, usually. So it's really interesting how our society has really developed, certain societies, a level of shame around feeling too much of either, and... The more that I've been realizing how natural it is for us to experience these things, you know, from the time that we are born as babies, as children, as we grow and and learn. And, you know, we've experienced sadness, we experience betrayal, we experience happiness and excitement and anticipation. We're curious, we're just all these different things and I am I am so grateful for my beautiful body you see I used to figure that having such a sensitive body was such a curse but the more I'm on this path I'm realizing just how much of a blessing it's been because because this beautiful empath and her epically sensitive body has been so sensitive It's like I've, it's forced me, it's really, it really has pushed and at times felt like shoved (laughs) me into having to really think outside the box in pretty much every area and aspect of my life. You see, I haven't been able to go with, for the most part, the flow of what everybody else is doing, you know. And, and whether that's belief systems, ideologies, food programs, uh, lifestyles, points of view and perspectives on the world, on oneself, on, you know, the different things that we have in our world going on and all these different things like health and wellness, uh, how to clean your house, <laughs> what to use to clean your house, uh, environmental substances from not just cleaners, but perfumes and like just everything, everything in my life, I've had to find my own way of doing that works best for me because when I tried to just fit in and go with what everybody else was doing and it wasn't working for my body, well, then I'd crash and it wasn't usually just a little crash, it was you know, depending on what it was, it's usually ending up into a big health crash. And so I'm really grateful. I just want to pay a lot of honor and homage to my beautiful, awesome, epic vessel. Thank you so much, my beautiful body for going hand in hand with me on this journey and being patient with me while I Moved through those challenging years of thinking you were a curse (laughs) and your sensitivities were a curse. (laughs) And thank you so much for being my beautiful vessel and teaching me, helping me to see through your need for me to redirect and create my own blazing path of radiant, rainbowic beauty in this world. Thank you for giving me that gift of realizing that you've been my superpower. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful for my body. I'm grateful for my sensitive soul because it's the same thing. Thank you, my beautiful soul, my beautiful big heart. I just want to pay so much honor and respect to us all just experiencing life in our own way. Gosh, how beautiful and amazing! challenging it can feel really challenging if we haven't been supported and don't understand how to support ourselves emotionally mentally soulfully physically but i am one thing that i'm hoping with this beautiful life that i get to do if nothing else is just whether it's with these podcasts or whatever is just bring a bring my own perspective, bring another perspective, another perspective. And, and hopefully that'll help a lot of, of people, maybe even some of you listening now to be able to realize how amazing you are. If any of you are listening and you can resonate with the whole like super sensitivities of your emotions, your mental health, your physical health or whatever, I may you be blessed. At some point, and I hope sooner than later to know how just much of a miracle you are to to me and to this world and to this life. And may you be blessed with the vision of understanding, if that is what you want, of, of the vision of understanding of how that is, of how you are so precious. So I am so grateful to be on this podcast tonight. I just had the most incredible night. And even though life was very intense over the last couple of weeks, and it was just, I was drained. My energy was just totally gone. And apparently that seemed to be on more of a global sense than I realized. A lot of people and their peeps and, you know, just around the world, it seemed like people were just it's, uh, wow, October, beginning of October and the last couple of weeks prior, just seemed like a lot of stuff going on, you know, a lot of bird in the, hat and the flames t- transforming even more into the Phoenix. So I salute you. Anybody who's nodding like, mm-hmm, yeah, girlfriend, mm-hmm, we understand. Uh, wow. I salute you and high five and blessings. Like, seriously. Oh my gosh. We rock. We made it through. We are going to keep making it through. Booyah. We've got this. (laughs) If you don't feel like you can get this get through this, whatever you're going on through when you listen to this podcast, oh seriously, I am just sending you so much love. May you be blessed to find the inner strength within you to move through whatever you're going through. And may you be blessed with as many profound or even just the smallest of miracles and things that can make your life easier. And with that, I really want to share something with you that I talked about in my last podcast, or at least mentioned in the beginning and the end, (laughs) that my dad inspired that I was going to listen to, oh, sorry, read to you. (laughs) It's my time. (laughs) I'm giving myself grace to fumble on some words here. But anyway, I really want to share something with you. He inspired me to share my writing and singing and different things on these episodes. And what a beautiful idea. So, Chad, if you're listening to this at any point, I appreciate you. And thanks for always supporting my dreams. And I love you. So thank you. And thanks to all those who support our dreams, and even if they don't necessarily understand them, thank you to everybody. And I want to give us all a big round of applause for the times that we didn't feel supported or understood, just for finding a way through and supporting ourselves and creating our own reality that we desire. And for anyone who isn't feeling supported at all right now in who you are or where you're at in life, I see you. I hear you. That's tough. And you do deserve better. You deserve so much love. You deserve to be seen and heard and acknowledged. You, you deserve to know that you are... The best thing that ever happened to this world and that there are those of us out there who just really cherish you and love you no matter who you are. So I just want to send you a big warm hug and just dose of love as well and support because you do deserve that, okay? The best thing I think we can do with our lives, everybody, is just being so gentle with ourselves through it all. This human experience is as, as much as we, you know, whether we're in a field where we would call ourselves a light worker or just someone, a healer trying to, you know, help the world shine our light, or if we're just on our path doing whatever it is we're doing, it can be easy to get swept up in the wave of keep it positive, keep it positive, keep it positive. And I honor and respect that when it comes naturally And I honor and respect the ideology of it and the concept of it. But I also respect that this is a human experience and life can get intense. It is a vulnerable experience. And as much as it causes us to feel squeamish, sometimes it has not just ups, but downs, (laughs) right? Like it's not just highs, it is lows. And so, with that beautiful note, my amazing listeners, oh, <laughs> apologies, mates. I just had a, yeah, someone just <laughs> interrupted, and that's okay. We got to go with the flow of life, and I just bless it all. So, and they're doing something really kind and beautiful for the household. So, I appreciate it and bless them. All right. Yes, all we can do in this life is just be very gentle with ourselves, very compassionate and and treat ourselves. I always like to say treat find a way the more we find a way to treat ourselves the way we would like as kindly as compassionately as respectfully as we would the the person or the thing in our life that we treat with the most dignity and respect we will transform our lives and uh, and the world just by doing that so if we don't connect with people but we really have a i know this might sound fun but it's probably gonna sound funny but i think it's just fun and, and truth truly if you can connect with the feeling it's easier to connect it with yourself and put give it to yourself right it but you know if you connect with the idea of okay In the case of me, when I started on this journey of compassion for myself, I started kind of like doing inner dialogue or because I'm an audio person, I actually use a technique where I will talk to myself in the mirror or like, like look towards myself and actually speak to myself out loud to myself. (laughs) Yes, I'm talking to myself and it's a stroke of genius. I love it. And yes, I will do it anywhere that is needed. And if anyone makes a comment on it, I always just tell them, yes, I'm talking to myself. Isn't it a stroke of genius? I love it. And I own it. Because the more I own it, people get like shocked and they're like, oh, oh, maybe there's something to this. (laughs) But this is my healing technique. One thing I will do when I really started to this compassionate journey, which started about almost two years ago now is i would look inwardly and just treat myself when i wanted to be hard on myself or something or just like be overly critical or just not nice to myself because let's face it we're a lot of what we've learned over time in our world has been to i mean we don't want to say it like this but essentially be a bully to ourselves be nice to everybody else but to ourselves we end up treating like a bully 'Cause truthfully, how the kind how many times have we experienced like we thought a thought towards ourselves or maybe we don't pay enough attention, but we realize because of how depressed and anxious we are, over time we start to realize, wow, my inner dialogue, how I think about myself, how I criticize myself, how I treat myself, I would never I would never with somebody else. I would never. When I started paying really close attention to my thoughts about myself and how I would cr- like be overly critical about my looks and about my personality and who I am, I was like, damn, I would never say these things to somebody else, not in a million years. I don't even want to think about these things about somebody else, like let alone say them. So why am I doing that with myself? Compassion, compassion, compassion. <laughs> so that I'd have to, I, I, I had to find a way to be compassionate even about those judgments, right? That I was making and being in the moment of them. But yeah, so one thing I realized is like, okay, well, what if I start treating myself how I would treat another but I was having a hard time connecting because I treat even other adults better than I was just treating myself. But I was having a hard time connecting with them. So I was like, well, what if I imagine I have an inner child? I'd heard of this concept of an inner child. What if I started treating my inner child with more respect and more compassion? Because for me, I, I love kids. Oh my gosh. They are the geniuses of life. <laughs> The gemstones, the pride and joy. I just, I love, love, love kids. I'm so excited to work with them. I've got a kid's book in the works. It's already illustrated and it's not published yet, but um, it's, you know, that'll happen when it happens the right time, but um, to help kids through like some difficult times in their lives and stuff and uh, it's already written and everything, but I love kids and I can just connect with them so much. And so, for me, I could really visualize that towards myself. And so, anytime I caught myself, like, judging myself or being critical or hard on myself or, like, oh, I was just so stupid. That was such a stupid move. Why did I say that? Why did I do that? Oh, my gosh. I'm put on weight. Oh, my gosh. I've, look at those bags under my eyes. Oh, my gosh. You're just, like, I'm not going to amount to anything or just like all these things we tell ourselves or I would start feeling depressed and I would start paying close attention to my thoughts and like the way I'd respond to my emotions or like, why do we feel that way? Like that's just, and I'd start judging the way I was feeling all the time. Right? So anytime I caught myself doing that, I'd be like, Oh, and I'd visualize an inner child. So myself when I was younger, Um, and at first it really helped me to visualize a little buddy that I had in my life that I was connecting with. Um, and, uh, I would just like visualize that person, the little person within and like, I would pause and I'd be like, Oh wait, how would I talk with them if they were doing this with themselves or if they were going through something difficult? And all of a sudden I found myself shifting my mentality and I'd be like, Oh, I'm so sorry you're going through that. <sighs> I'm so sorry I said that. Oh, please forgive me for saying that. That wasn't kind. You are so beautiful. You are. I I wish. Oh, I wish I didn't feel this way about myself. I I do because I I found that if I was dishonest with myself about something, my inner whatever would say bull. <laughs> It'd call me on it. I'd feel like I you know I am beautiful, and then this part of me would be like bull poopy. Like, Nope, I don't believe that. So I found it was more effective for me not to be dishonest with myself because, and that just made it worse and that just aggravated everything. So I would start saying things like, I wish I felt better about myself. I wish I felt less judgmental about myself. I wish I knew I was beautiful. I wish I like, so I'd start using that dialogue. And so I basically just started on this path of connecting with myself and like, being more compassionate and respectful and kind with compassion. That's the whole thing, is is I'd start connecting with that compassion just by visualizing, treating myself as I would treat another the best way. And because I couldn't connect to the adult thing, perhaps because I'm an adult, it worked for me with kids, just imagining my own inner self, my inner child. Now for some of you, me and, and like it does there's no judgment here. If, if this is truly what you connect with, I respect your power and this is beautiful. It does not matter. Honestly, whatever connects to you, great. Use it, make it your own rock and roll it. Go for it. If a person connects with, I'll say it like this. If I connected with a car that I had and it was like this car that I took the best care of, I mean, I polished and I shined that thing and I made sure it never got a scratch and it was my baby, you know, then I would start to utilize that and start treating like kind of thinking, okay, well, how am I treating this car? And then imagine if you have to visualize your inner car, right? (laughs) Utilize it as it works to you, but start turning that respect and compassion, like care towards yourself. Okay. Well, would I come along and just you know, give a slashing to the tires, which is essentially kind of what we do with ourselves sometimes. when we're really hard on ourselves, you may as well slash your own tires, right? Like, so, you know, no, I wouldn't. What would I do? Oh man. Oh, you got, looks like you're, you're close to a nail there. Oh, we better move you. Okay. So with yourself, it's like, Ooh, there's some stuff coming up. Oh, that doesn't feel good. Oh, okay. Um, don't worry. I've got you. I've got you. I'll take care of you. I'll make sure you're at harm's way here. Right? I mean, we really can give ourselves the gift of what works for us. So it's a really beautiful experience because if you connect with animals, kids, adults, uh, what else could you use? A model collection, a collection of models, of Star Wars models, or perhaps you do car models, motorcycle models, if you have a collection of, oh, what do they call those things? I love them. I know someone who's got a huge collection. Um, I'm just laughing. My uh, I'm laughing at myself cause I did Toastmasters last year and I just said, um, probably like two or three times and I'm not critical with myself about it. I just think it's cute <laughs> cause I love Toastmasters. <laughs> but anyway, what are, they're not bobbleheads or maybe, no, I don't think, Anyway, you know those like little char- characters that they've got like all sorts of superheroes? They've got Star Wars, they've got all those kinds of things, and they have like a smaller bottle- body than they do a head. And they're always in a box, and everybody always keeps them in their box, and we usually that I've seen. And they're really cute. <laughs> Huge head. <laughs> they're kind of like a bobblehead. <laughs> well, if you have a collection of those, if you have a collection of porcelain dolls, if you have a collection of makeup, like honest to goodness, it can be anything, whatever you connect the most with, treat with the most respect, kindness, essentially, right? Compassion essentially as well. And just honor and dignity, find that feeling and connect with it within yourself and just start kind of like imagining that that's like, yo, you're treating that and This technique may not work for everybody, but I find it was such an empowering way for me to start this transformation of connecting with myself and being kinder and gentler and let's face it, more respectful and compassionate with myself. Well, for the last couple of weeks, I really needed to bring on the compassion I was struggling in ways and areas and fields that I didn't know why or what or WTF at times. (laughs) And sometimes when life does pour rather than just rain, it can catch us off guard. The storm comes in quickly and we did not bring an umbrella, let alone a proper outfit. And we're caught feeling like we're caught with our pants down kind of thing, right? In the middle of a storm, that can be a very vulnerable place to be. And so it takes great courage and strength and beauty to be able to move through those things. Anyone who's going through those right now, I salute you. And I know you can do it. And you are loved, okay? One of the ways that I found... That I was able to move through my recent storms, which the more storms, like the more I'm shifting into the mentality I am now, the easier it's getting to see storms with excitement. Like I actually genuinely in life love storms. I was scared of them when I was younger. (laughs) And then somebody told me, I don't know who told me this, but I grew up religious and, and now I just take a very wide perspective on life and not so much religious anymore but just you could call it spiritual but it's just more just i don't know I, I don't really label myself to be honest i just i love quantum physics it's like science and spirituality and they all seem to go hand in hand so much of the concepts go hand in hand and i'm just a lover of life and i just want to incorporate love and light and beauty wherever it comes from so <laughs> That's me. (laughs) But anyway, I was terrified of storms when I was growing up. And as a kid in grade four, I remember we had, I was in southern Alberta, and we had this huge storm hit. and I was terrified. I was looking out the dining room window, and thunder was rolling in. I was angry. And the lightning was going, and it was still daylight, but it was so angry, or at least that's how it felt to me right I was terrified you guys ladies and gents I was so scared and somebody I don't remember who but they told me that oh do you know what thunder and lightning really is no oh wow wait you hear this this is, this is saying this is good stuff <laughs> or however they said it did you know that when there's a storm, the angels and all of our family who's up in heaven, they're bowling. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> when I, like this caught my attention. I was really curious. They're what? they what now? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, they're bowling. And so. The thunder is when the bowling ball, and I've been bowling, I was grade four. I'm the big girl. I've been bowling before. I mean, you don't have to be a big girl to go bowling or vice versa, but you know, if you haven't gone bowling, you're still a big girl. But anyway, side note: I was like, (laughs) the bowling ball, when you shoot it down the lane and it's rolling, it's rolling on the lane. Well, that's the thunder. So all, but because it's in heaven, it's on the clouds and everything. It makes all this sound, cause this bowling ball's going down the lane, and we're underneath that. Well, I tell you what, that made a lot of sense to my big girl f- grade four mind. Tell you what, that made so much perfect sense. I loved it. So I'm, I'm starting to be a little less afraid here, and I'm, I'm starting to really embrace this idea, and I, I like this, I like where this is going. But what about the lightning? What about the lightning? Oh, the lightning? Oh, you're going to love this. The lightning. And I don't remember if it was said exactly word for word, but I just love this because this is how it felt to me. But basically, it was like they were talking about the lightning is when, you know, have you ever gotten a strike in bowling? You know, when you hit all the pins and you get a strike? Yeah. That's the angels and our our family getting a strike. So what happens is the bowling ball, boom, hits all the bowling pins and they fall everywhere and it just like bumps into each other and makes this spark and it comes down as lightning. Well, listeners, I tell you what, that made a whole whack load of sense to me. And I really liked that. And it worked. It was such an innocent story and I love it because that has stuck with me my whole life. That beauty, that innocence in such a healing, positive, healthy way. And even when I got older and I was just like, you know, I started learning about the science behind the thunder and lightning, I still really appreciate that story. And it's not that storms can't be big still, and still, still sometimes, <laughs> still sometimes they can catch me off guard, and I'll be like, "Who?" And some fear might arise, right? It's not that we'll never experience—I'll never experience fear towards the storms of life anymore. But I gotta tell you, when the storm rolls in, and we had a really big one on the west coast, of Canada, like a couple months ago, it was. Crack-a-lackin'. It was huge. <laughs> Name that movie, Crack-a-lackin'. <laughs> I'll give you a little hint. It's a kid's show and it has to do with animals. And I believe Chris Rock is the one that speaks for the zebra. That's all I'm given. <laughs> so this, this storm comes in off the ocean and it was massive. And our house is like laminate flooring everywhere. And it's this huge echoey house with little to no soundproofing. Well, I'll tell you what. Crack! That thunder rolls in so loud right over the house like nothing you've ever heard before. And it echoes and amplifies a hundredfold, I swear. It was so loud. It shook the house like it had this like good vibration to it. And it shook me to my core. <laughs> I was like... Oh. at first I was feeling all this fear coming up and then I decided to do something I knew would help came to me and that was call up a friend, make a connection. a love connection of some kind. And in the meantime I was like telling myself, it's okay. It's okay. We're safe. We're safe. And the lightning was crazy and it was dark and oh my gosh. And by just making that love connection in any way, Starting with myself and then reaching out with a friend, it actually really helped to bring that back that love and innocence of my childhood. And next thing you know, I'm sitting on like just outside the balcony because it was pouring and watching the storm roll by and observing it. And it was so loud and so crazy and so breathtaking because it had its own beauty. This can be life. I'm noticing it and this might not be everybody's story and that's okay. But one thing I'm noticing is the more love and compassion I have for myself and for life, the more I allow myself to be human, the more tools and instruments I equip myself with to help myself through the storms of life. And the more I do try to see the silver lining, the beauty of these different things, even though it can be really tough sometimes, like, I mean, trying to find a needle in a haystack tough sometimes. And yes, also, I do want to add in the more I allow myself to learn and grow from life. See how I can add more love and compassion and respect to myself and then the world and to everybody else. And then the more I allow myself the respect, love and compassion to just not feel the need to learn from life in that moment of storms and stormy weather, but just to connect with myself and be present with what's going on inside the storm inside, then I do have to say there is definitely a level of ease, greater ease that is coming into my life no matter what hits. And even when it's not easy, I know I can do it more and more. I'm going from a state of feeling so helpless. Like I feel paralyzed by life. Like I'm really realizing the last year and a half or so, how many things have caused me to feel terrified to the point of being paralyzed, like internally paralyzed by life. I won't get too much into that right now, but it's like so many things that just scared me to my core. I started really realizing and that's overwhelming (sighs) like crazy. The less life is overwhelming me and the less anxious and anxiety I'm getting because I grew up not really realizing how much anxiety I was getting about. So many things, and I'm really realizing just how much anxiety I've had. And it's beautiful because as I'm healing that, which really what I mean by healing is just as I'm loving myself more, being more compassionate and kind and gentle with myself, and growing and learning and moving forward. And if I fall, I fall forward. And if I fall, I don't have to get back up right away. I can roll on my back and just gaze up at the stars and I can hold myself and rock on the floor if I need to. And I just be present with whatever's going on. Then life is so much better than it's ever been before. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times I've wanted to throw in the towel in this life. I mean, that's not something that we all feel comfortable admitting or wanting to ever say out loud, but I want to help to bring awareness and love to that taboo because we are all human and it's a vulnerable feeling to feel like you feel so backed into corner and helpless, you don't know what to do but it also takes a lot of courage and love to recognize that you know, like we do all experience that to some degree in some way in some level maybe not in the same way but we all have these moments where we just don't know what to do. I', I I'd be I'm not a betting woman, but I'd willing to bet that anyone having a human experience has had a moment where they're like, "Oh, for fruit's sake, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> enough <laughs> to some extent. Love, compassion, compassion being a huge component of love is such a huge component of mental health physical health, emotional health, spiritual health, and well-being. And one of the things that we can really do along as we this journey of learning to treat ourselves with more compassion and kindness and grace and respect and dignity, which, let's face it, if we're going to be in our mind 100% of the time and in our bodies 100% of the time, I don't know about you, but I want to be my own best friend. B-Y-O-B-F this is my new thing let's, let's spread it with sparkles and love B-Y-O-B-F be your own best friend because it dawned on me a couple, several years ago however many it was if I'm going to be in this life on planet earth where things get that intense especially when you're an empath with a super sensitive body then you feel it You feel like the littlest things, at least times 10, if not 100 or 1,000, and sometimes even a million and more. And it's just like, it's so intense. You can get overwhelmed really easily. If I'm going to be in this life for the next however many years, I want to flip and enjoy it. Or find a way to at least move through the rough stuff where I'm not pouring a bunch of vinegar into a wound. I have used this analogy a lot. If I get a sunburn, I want aloe on there. I do not want to scratch at it. Ow. <laughs> and so the more we equip ourselves with tools and instruments that can help us through these things, it's beautiful because it can help us move through those storms even when they're not easy. And the last two weeks were intense. I mean, I'm, I, I will be completely frank here because if I'm not open and honest with you, then how are we supposed to be open and honest with ourselves? about what we can really experience in this life right someone's got to talk about it well let's talk about it there were so many times this last two weeks where i was literally just like i'm done like i I don't even know what the hell's going on in life right now i mean for me i did feel like it was like a spiritual detox like (laughs) everything in my life no longer serve me we gotta just get that um old belief system ideologies things that just weren't working anymore got to find a more loving, more compassionate approach, whatever, all this stuff arose. And I had to pull on every tool I knew multiple times. I painted, I called counselors. I called a couple crisis lines. There's a taboo with that. And I just want to address that now. Crisis lines for my understanding, correct me if there's something I'm not aware of, but, uh, they're not just for, there might be specific ones just for emergencies, but they're also really good because if you just really need someone to talk with after hours, like a good friend, a shoulder to cry on, like in my experience, like they're pretty good. And if one doesn't work, there's always another. So I, I, I did, I leaned on them a lot. I needed someone to talk with some of this intense stuff that kept popping up in, in like I said, friendships that were like falling apart and this and this and this and just everything hit all at once. And, you know, stuff with the household and just everything. And so I, I sung, I went on nature walks, I cried, I watched comical movies. I wrote a lot. And on that note, I actually just want to check my time. Okay. You know what? I'm going to read this thing to you because we have about 18 minutes and I really like to try and cut off about an hour for podcasts. So if I need to go a little over, I will, but I really would like to keep it sweet and simple for you. So yes, I I pulled on all my instruments that I could. I danced, I just, the people that I could, I knew I could hug, I hugged, like whatever I could do. And I had a lot of pillow hugs and teddy bear hugs. And on that note, yeah. Oh, and Glitter Sparkle Serenity, my gorilla plushie. She's amazing. Uh, and then her her sister, newfound sister and friend, my bunny. Yes, I'm a thirty year old adult talking about stuffed animals. And I tell you what, if you haven't got your stuffed animal yet and you're comfortable with it, highly suggest it. Great self-soothing technique. They're really good for a hug whenever you need them. <laughs> Call me crazy. I know it. I love it and I own it, but what I did was I wrote something and this was really powerful for me because I needed to write because I was craving human connection and I hadn't quite been to the point of where I was having hugs up until really yesterday. And so I wrote and it was vulnerable. And I'm learning to be more and more comfortable with writing about things that are vulnerable. And I'm really so grateful to be just taking those steps because it's awkward and comfortable as it can be. I just feel better and it's great that other people seem to be able to relate. So I don't know if you've been feeling this this year or lately, but I'd like to dedicate this to, to all of us on this human journey, moving through the waves of life. This is called connection of the heart. It was posted with a picture on my Instagram account of uh, me holding a puppy. Cause I got to, I was so blessed. I literally put it to the universe. I'm like, I need a hug. I need connection and I need it now. As soon as possible, please, I I was like, universe, angels, anyone, like, help me. I need this. And the very next day, I was guided very strongly to go through and volunteer with this grief grief support group. And a woman brought her puppy in. And apparently this puppy does not like other people, like, squirms a lot. But totally and completely cuddled right into me in a ball. I just fell asleep. (laughs) I like died and went to heaven and then had to come back because it was so beautiful. I had to experience it some more. So (laughs) this is to you, my loves connection of the heart. One thing many of us have noted and noticed during these times of massive change and global shifts of being more isolated from others is a deep, deep, deep in our need for connection. One of love's most powerful and important expressions and bridges to well-being. Without connection, we can feel the weight of self-isolation. With intention and prior preparation, as many have done and still do, such as yogis, monks, and masters, and the master inside of us all, extended periods of isolation in meditation and a prayerful state can prove to be most powerful for each of us. For healing, growth, release of unhealthy attachments, limiting thought patterns and belief systems, and ultimately transcendence of the human ego and into enlightenment. These precious essential to health and vitality and healing moments bring fear into the arms of love and help us remember who we are as divine sovereign beings having a human experience that requires great levels and depths of compassion, respect, honoring, Kindness and in its warmth, love. These moments are fabulous to get to know, to reunite, and reconnect with one's true self as love, as consciousness, as light. This can be and is a most powerful experience. These Intended moments of meditation, prayer, and presence. When unplanned, however, and even if with slight preparation or a lot, but during unsuspecting times and circumstances, storms of life, isolation can be just that. A cause to cause... One to feel isolated, cut off, disconnected. Makes sense, and there is no shame in it, in this. Makes sense, after all, we are not placed one person per our own island by nature to live completely independent and on our own. (laughs) Alas, we are gracious, breathtakingly beautiful beings of interaction of interdependency, not dependency, though understandably some situational circumstances can cause this post-accidents, etc. Some lifelong. And this is not codependency, but interdependency. We are all interconnected. One heart In a sea of hearts all connected by a golden chain invisible to the naked eye but felt in the center point of our hearts and souls of our divine consciousness we work together we are born together play together laugh together cry together get angry together we experience celebration together we grieve together we experience gifts given birth and renewal together and we experience loss death transition and erosion together hand in hand however much hand in hand however much we sometimes want to cut ourselves off from the world to shelter us from potential and perceived or actual threats of pain We do so, so many of us, and therefore still do, do this journey of life together. During times of unplanned and undesired isolation, we can feel the weight, the burden of being cut off from such thriving, healing, healthy, life-giving life-force ways of interacting with one another, with each other. Hugs, warm, understanding, consensual touches on the shoulder, arm, leg, showing one support for what another is going through. All the ways we once naturally connected through powerful, healing, love essence of safe, consensual, non-sexual human touch. As well as other models of connecting, such as outings together, group birthday celebrations, etc., can become limited and sometimes even cut off temporarily or have during such times as in 2020 gone on longer. We are beginning to see more than ever to remember the power of love, 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 in those simplest of things, such as connecting through the holding of an animal the cuddle of a friend or family member, and a hand to hold. May you be blessed to find such connection or alternative creative means and ways of connecting with others who will uplift and support you as well as with yourself. Human touch being one of the most one of my biggest love languages, it is safe to say that I have missed my hugs and hands to hold dearly. During these times, I want you to know that you are not alone in this, if you are experiencing this at all. May you be blessed to find ways of healing your heart and making these healthy connections. Be it a free call to a support or crisis line or counselor who can help you through the waves of your stormy seas. A friend to speak with you, who uplifts and inspires you, helping you feel radiant, better, or at least seen and heard. Who truly inspires you, who sees you, and not just to know, but to feel their support and love for you. How about a teddy bear or a stuffed animal to snuggle? (laughs) A large pillow or body pillow to cuddle? There may be animal shelters or animal therapy clinics who offer help even during such times and assistance as these to come give who welcome people to come give loving affection to their puppies and dogs, kitties and cats. And you know what will happen after and when you do that? Well, chances are you too will feel the healing glow of that snuggle into their fur as they, through their loving existence, also help heal and soothe you. Perhaps someone you know could use some extra help or someone to cuddle their puppies or kitties. Walk them, have fun with them. That connection, you know, there's potent healing in that. A lot of love too after all is not that where healing comes from now if you find yourself with tears streaming down your face while you snuggle safely warmly into one of those these precious beings as i know how beautiful that is <laughs> please know how precious you are during challenging times let us remember and always and forever know we're true value lies next to the essentials food water clothing shelter I'd say hugs and love and loving support supportive connection is right back up on our priority list in our world today we will get through this together hand in hand even in our hearts for our hearts are always connected as one we are strong allow me to repeat that we are strong we as the saying goes have already overcome 100% of our worst, most awful excruciating moments if that isn't strength I don't know what is Hold ourselves close, everyone. Hold your heart close. Because 2020 is the beginning of the love revolution where we remembered through the craze, the darkness, the gut-wrenching moments where we felt the world was caving and going crazy and everything was unpredictable and crashing all around us. Just like a plant emerges from the concrete, a wall that you would never think you could grow through. 2020 is the beginning of the love revolution where we remembered the power of connection and connecting with ourselves and each other. It is the year where we remembered the power of a simple hug company of a friend, time spent in nature, (sighs) solace in our arts and our crafts, the things that we love to do, the craftsmanship of our souls in doing what we love and what makes us happy and what brings us joy, in family gatherings, time with soul family and how precious that is quality time, and one-on-one time together. While we step through these times together, let us remember you, me, we are in this together. We are not alone. And we can do this because we already are. My hand in yours Hugging you and my heart with you, if you want it. Sending you my love, always and forever. I love you. I love you. Thank you for listening, my beautiful listeners. My heart is with you. You are not alone in this. We are in this together. Namaste and have an incredibly beautiful night or day wherever you're at. And if it looks like a storm and if you can find the excitement in it, have fun with it. And if you can't, just hold yourselves close because you deserve that and you are so precious. Take care. Thank you for listening.